ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tech Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Oh yes, Ted. Ted. Woo! Yeah, back in here. Feels good. Yeah, man. It's good to see you, my friend. You too, brother. Times are changing. Yeah. Earl Thomas is no longer here in Seattle. Ah. For the record, yeah, I said this morning already, like, people relax. He flipped off a business organization. He wasn't flipping off the fans. Oh, I love the people that get him so upset about that. Like, it's like, F him, screw him, he gave us the middle finger. I'm like, no, he just gave his boss the middle finger. I bet you gave your boss the middle finger several times in your life. Yeah, he wanted to get paid. They didn't pay him. I know. It's such a a hard argument to have with people because there are the people that help, but you honor your contract. And it's like... But the team isn't honoring their contract, and they never do. So I don't really ever get upset with a player when they don't honor their contract, quote-unquote. In the city of Seattle, if you're a Seattle sports fan, you want to talk about honoring contracts, you don't have the Sonics anymore. So right. why, if you're a Seattle sports fan, you're going to be the team on the side of any organization is beyond me. I never get that. Right? I get look, Millionaires the team. and billionaires break contracts all the time. And look, if this was a trustworthy business, we wouldn't have to have these damn contracts. That's a very good point. <laughs> For all lawyers, like, this is how it goes. And like, I can understand if you're like, hey, the guy leaves and he says Seattle sports fans are the worst. I hated my time there. The fans were just idiots. Blah, 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 blah. That middle finger was for the fans. Okay, you have an argument. Yeah. But the middle finger was clearly, I got hurt. I was trying to get paid. Now I'm effed. Screw you, boss. It's yeah. like somebody going to his boss and saying, this is unsafe, this is unsafe, this is unsafe. And then a tree falls on his head and he sees his boss. He's like, F you, I told you this was unsafe. Yeah. I mean. Look, I wouldn't have done it. I don't think, and probably Earl years from now might say he regrets it a little bit. But sure. on the same token, like that, that was just his frustration at the organization as a business deal. It had yeah. nothing to do with the fans. And I'll be honest, I found great humor in it when it happened. Yeah. I was like, did he really just do that? And I rewound it. I'm like. I'm pretty sure he just did. Yeah. Was that just like an accident? Did he hurt his finger? No, no. He's just telling them to go F off. It's pretty apparent. And it made for great memes. Yeah. And look, on the same token, I understand business. So I get the Seahawks not yep. wanting to pay him. So what is it? Like uh, four years, $55, million, 55 to, million to Baltimore, $32 million of it guaranteed. Oof. And he's going to get $22 million of it in the first nine months. Yeah. So, you know, he might be able to stop living check to check, which is good for him. <laughs> I love, though, the meltdown of all the Cowboys fans. This is a win-win. The Cowboys fans, now they should be pissed. I mean, I mean look, I mean, the guy couldn't have made it any more obvious he wanted to. He's, look, I still think Earl Thomas has a, a few good years left in him. Yes, I agree. He made it blatantly obvious he wanted to play for his hometown team. Yes. And Dallas is like, ah, we don't have that kind of money. Ah, we're really into this Dak guy. I just love I saw one Dallas fan that's just like, F you, F you to this guy, F you to this guy, F you to that guy. This dude was begging to be on our team, and you still screwed it up. <laughs> yeah, and there's a certain point he might have taken less money to come be on your team. You know, if anyone, I think that would have been his hometown discount. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just like, oh, man, I love this time of the year, though. Free agency does crack me up. I was excited. I know people, I, I get worked up over dumb things, but it was cool to see that the Seahawks did make an acquisition of a, a, a kicker that's pretty damn good. Actually, a guy, right. they, a guy they should have kept. But they ended up sticking with uh, Janikowski and let this guy go to the Jets, and he had a Pro Bowl season, and that's Jason Myers. They just re-signed him. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. All right. Probably I got to say, I was a Seabass fan. I know oh, yeah, He was dude. a little roller coaster, but I like the guy. It was always great because it looked like you just pulled him off the bar, and you're like, dude, tuck in your shirt and go out there and kick a football. Yeah. Bro, I'm not going to tuck my shirt in. Okay, then just go out and kick that football. Yeah, I mean, he is a throwback. <laughs> 
to what? To the golden era where athletes didn't have to be in great shape and you could still produce. I don't know, man. Look, I'm old school in this sense. Like, I want my, like, I want guys to go hit. I want Babe Ruth. I want you to hit three home runs, right? Hammer down some hot dogs and go out drinking, right? Right. Like, I want old school Wayne Rooney. Like, yep. he scores three goals and then he's going to be in the pubs tearing it up, mate. That's right. Just crushing chicken wings. <laughs> Strikes out more than he actually even likes, you know, <laughs> hits the ball, but that's fine. Right. So Janikowski can't exist anymore in the modern world, but I, I love that he pulled it off as long as he could. Dude, he got into his 40s. Yes. And for all we know, he's not done. I think he said he might be. But for all we know, maybe his leg's starting to feel better. He gets that itch. He doesn't want to stay at home with his family. And he wants to go out and drink with the boys again. And he's yeah. on an arena football team or a Canadian AAF. football team or the XFL. Oh, he is the face of the XFL. Well, AAF and then there's XFL. I'm, right. an a- I'm watching AAF right now. Yeah, but they're not going to make it another season. I hope so. Is it good? Uh, it fits, it, it, it fits, you know, it's like, I'm, look, I'm like a junkie. Yeah. When it's Sunday afternoon, there's no more soccer on. Right. Like this Sunday, Selection Sunday. I but, got you. Like, I'm just like tapping the vein, like, give me a little of that AAF, man. Dude, I'm watching women of wrestling when I run out of stuff to watch, so I get it. Yeah. And, and that's not, I'm mean, no, no disparaging of women. I love watching ri- women wrestle, but the women of wrestling show is a little hokey. It's like glow with a little bit better wrestling. Yeah. They have a couple of really good wrestlers, and then the rest of it's just kind of campy. I will say, so, women's wrestling, you can seriously make the argument. It's its at its highest now. Right. And they wrestle with guys, too. Yep. So it's like, that's one sport where, like, I mean, granted, I don't I, have. I, I have I don't, intergender wrestled. Yeah. I, oh, not a boy, Steve. That's right. I don't have the best wrestling eye, but, like, for, for a novice like me, it's like, I, I don't see a huge difference. It's it's not. And people get worked up over it are kind of dumb. And, and actually, just women's wrestling in general. I mean, dude, we're looking at a WrestleMania that will most likely be main evented by three women. Rousey, Becky, Charlotte. God. What man, a cool I, time, man. Yeah. I already disliked Ronda Rousey. Oh, dude, you dislike her even more if you watch her recently. I know. Like she's crapping on the product now. It's actually kind of entertaining. Like, she's breaking the fourth wall. Like, she's out and out saying that wrestling is fake. And if I actually wanted to hurt these girls, I can hurt these girls. Yeah. And now, they must have wrote that in, right? She can't be ab-living that. Yeah. There's no chance she's... I feel like that even Vince McMahon would be like, hey, and get on, in my office. On social media, she's going full on with the fake stuff. On television, she's... She's dancing the line, but pretty much saying it. I think she might have even said fake, but she said it in a way that wasn't like point blank wrestling is fake. It was like, you know, just like you you fake athletes or something like that, she said, or something along those lines. But then you watch her trying to beat up on them. And yeah, she's she's laying it in a little bit stiff, but not MMA stiff. You know, no, like no, she's no. laying she, it she's in like, enough to make it. Look- she has right. She has abilities that other people haven't been trained for. That right. would be you know. It's like, wasn't that who? What was it with Lesnar? Didn't he punch somebody as somebody hit him or something? One yes, time? that was uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah, Strowman like caught him, and so he just full on need him. Yeah, he's like, "F you, man! Stop being so snug, bitch." <laughs> All right, let's get some push ups in, uh, and then do the TED talk. TED, I, I grabbed another EDM classic for us to get our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning. This is a drum and, drum and bass original. Oh, all right. Oh, I like this one. It's kind of like a late night one. Yeah. Now coming to the stage, Alexis. All right, let's get 10 mega family. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
like on the beat. Life. Yeah, it's like a, a chill tent. Yeah, it's a little funky. You know who could dance to this? The entire offense of the Cleveland Browns. Jeez, I cannot wait to see those guys dancing. Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Jarvis Landry. That is a fierce lineup. My man. And Baker's going to have those boys. I mean, you want to talk about the word swag? Yeah. The Browns have it. They are going to be having the most fun on the football field. Yeah, I'm not positive they're going to be good. But That's I not think- positive for the dog pound. <laughs> they... Sorry. <laughs> like, what is it? What's the show they have on HBO? Hard, Hard Knocks. Knocks. Yeah. They better be with the Browns again. They gotta go back with them. <laughs> they could call it Hard Knocks. The after party. Yes. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. I mean, Baker Mayfield. Sorry, this is gonna be really weird, but Baker Mayfield can already dance. And OBJ is arguably like, you ever seen that dude dance? Yes. I mean, so fresh, so fly. They are gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. Like they might be my second favorite team next season. Like, you know, of course, always the Hawks, but I'm going to probably pay attention and watch some Cleveland Browns games. And it's kind of cool for the Cleveland fans to finally have something to get really pumped about, man. Yeah. And then when the first guy leaves, they'll burn the jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Uh, you know, I've been talking a lot this year about uh, positive things. So I just want to remind people small steps. I'm going to circle back of like I usually do to myself. Uh, Steve, been trying to get into outdoor soccer. Oh, I'm so excited we're talking about this. This past sun, or Saturday had our first practice. Yes. And we started with fundamentals. Yes. As everybody should. So if you're just starting to get back into lifting, start light. Work on your form. If you want to go out and run a 5K, start with a mile. Start with little steps, you know? If you're going to go back to doing heroin, don't do the same amount that you did before. You're going to OD. And die. Yes. Uh, yeah, so just take those little steps and uh, eventually we'll get to those goals. Whether it's kicking drugs, Steve. Jesus Christ. Sorry, that got dark. <laughs> it did. Either way, just take those little steps. And sometimes those are the hardest ones, right? Everybody can watch the end of the race when uh, Usain Bolt's bursting through the line. But were you there when he was alone doing those little tiny things, relearning how to lace his shoes every week? Small steps. Get that goal. And what happened to you, D. Ted Smith, in that scrimmage? I scored a goal, Steve. Damn straight you did. Five on five, tiny field. If you play soccer, you know what I'm talking about. So it's not like a super goal, but banged her home. Congratulations, Ted. It was masterful. It's it kind of cool. Playing in the back. I laid it off to Eric. I threw up my hand, and he knew. He centered it. Boom. Dude, it was awesome because I meant to, that morning I was going to text you and be like, yo, good luck in practice because I saw you on Friday night at Defy. Yeah. And I was like, and hey, props to Ted, man. He's taking this crap serious because usually after Defy, we might head on over to Dino's Pizza and grab a, a beer slice. and get a slice of pizza because it's delicious. It is. And so I'm like, Dino's, meet you up there after uh, Defy. And you're like, man, I got to get to bed. I got a 10 a.m. scrimmage. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I'm proud of you. I just envisioning puking up Dino's on the field. Yeah. Well, it worked out for the best because then I get this text message from Ted that just says, I scored a goal. <laughs> and that made my freaking day. <laughs> just because I remember the episode that we did on uh, on the Megacast about talking yeah. about that. So I was like, hell to the yes. And it's funny. Like, we talk to people all the time that are like, hey, I listen to the Megacast or Migscast or these the podcasts yep. and it keeps me positive, this and that. Sitting here in this studio talking about wanting to score a goal might be like this new stretch goal. And then somebody hit me up and was like, hey, 
join the pub league. So honestly, like, thanks to everybody that helped me, but like the mega cast is what got kind of got it done. Oh no crap. Yeah. See, that's pretty cool, man. I, I I find that a lot of times too when we talk about things and then in a weird way, our audience and our mega family make us accountable for yeah. taking these chances and doing so it's like, yeah, we're preaching, but we're trying to practice what we're preaching, man. <laughs> yeah. Minus Try the heroin it. part. Try yeah, right. stay away from that. Minus kids. the dark heroin yeah, part. Don't do the heroin. I was just saying that as a thing. Didn't mean it really. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of just being positive, uh, positive thoughts out to our boy and our buddy, uh, Stevie, yeah, uh, the Green Stevie. Bay Packers fan. He sent us a, uh, an email, and uh, I mentioned on the MIGS cast, I'm sure you've talked about it as well. Stevie has been with me as a bud of uh, when I was on Andy Savage's show. I'll still oh, never I forget. I think I knew that. One of the coolest things he ever got me was like back when I was working, I think, on Andy's show, he gave me a Rocky t-shirt. And that was like kind of like the start of just getting to know him. Big Slayer fan, big Green Bay Packers fan. He's going to be okay. Uh, But he's battling some uh, ailments. Um, Unfortunately, lost his leg due to uh, diabetes. And he's over at the hospital right now. And he shot us an email just saying, I want to thank you guys for the card that everybody signed at the station. So everyone... Got a card. Shout out to Taryn for getting that card. Yeah, that was really cool of her. Yeah. Uh, I said it was really nice and appreciated. Also want to thank Jeets and Tanch from Hot 103.7. Of course, Tanch has been on our megacast teaching us how yeah. to whip a nene. Yeah. Yes, that was a very important episode. Uh, they, I guess they swung by and said hi and gave him a nice gift bag. I'm still waiting to hear about rehabilitation. I know that uh, I'm going to be doing it in Everett. It's just a lot of red tape I have to get through. Hopefully I'll see you guys in the summer when a certain band plays a certain show. Thanks, Stevie, the Packers fan. Yeah, uh, I know. And I think Stevie was supposed to go to the Glorious Sun show tonight. I believe he got tickets. And I was thinking about that earlier today. I'm like, son of a bitch. That sucks. Uh, so, Stevie, I know I said it on the MIGScast, but I'm going to say it again because uh, I know you listen to the MegaCast as well because you asked us last week. You sent me a message like, are you guys doing a MegaCast? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. That was Steve's fault, Stevie. It totally was. I had the day off. Was it my fault that time? Yes. No, you just had the day off. I don't play for you. Oh, I'm, right. I'm just, I'm just, he's, he's in the hospital, so I'm just. <laughs> Putting the, putting the blame on you, Steve. So anyways, we I'm love a you. bad friend. <laughs> the worst. Uh, we love you, Stevie. Hope you yeah, uh, rehabilitate very quickly, and we will definitely see you at a certain concert in the summer where a certain plant band plays that certain concert. Yeah. Which I don't even know. Oh, I think I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think we'll see him there. Uh, I also want to thank a couple people for sending... Ra- it's. I don't know if you get this... Um, some people bitch about this stuff, like when, oh man, can people stop sending me this one video of this, that, and the other thing? I'm like, hey man, be thankful that people think of you when they see something that makes them think of you and send it your way. Like whenever there's a silly thing that happens in wrestling, still to this day, I get videos of people sending me the penis plex by Joey Ryan. All right. Like, Steve, check this out. I'm like, yes, I've seen that a bunch of times. Actually, Joey's now a buddy of mine and, you know, or the Michael Jackson impersonator giving a DDT to my buddy Jarrell. Uh, which I think is pretty awesome that he's in the video. But I people... get the Maryland girl crushing the beer. Okay, so see what I mean? So yeah. people, I think it's cool when people know who you are well enough that they think when they see something, they're like, oh, I bet Ted's going to like this video. Yeah. I don't get why people complain about that. But I have some friends that are like, I'm sick of seeing that video. I'm like, dude, just be happy that someone even knows who you are. And sent it to you. And, and what you're all about and cares enough to send it your way. Yes, I have seen the wrestling ring bed probably a hundred times this year. People, oh, that meme? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah the wife asked that's for a, a ring, ring, and this is what I get. Yeah, and every time I get it, thank you, man. That's hilarious because it is. I'm not gonna get up, dude. I've already seen that like a billion times. Like, no, thank you for standing and thinking of me. So today, a guy comes in. I have to pull up the picture and knows my character so well. So he's coming in to sit in and watch the show. But he's a comic book artist. All so right. he's like, yeah, I'm gonna draw something while you guys are doing the show. So he draws me being. Put into a pretzel by Hulk Hogan while we're doing the show. 
That's pretty good, dude. It's really freaking good. It's on my Twitter at I'm Steve Miggs. If anyone wants to check that out. And then I'm like your eyes are about to pop out. Well, yeah. If Hulk Hogan's going to wrap you into a pretzel, brother, it would happen to you too. And then I open up my mail. Jerry Balboa doesn't have a nine inch penis. Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Hulk Hogan does. does. That's still my favorite. I know. Just like Jesus. And then I open up the mail and a guy sent me a box and a shout out to Randy uh, German. And had some fruit snacks in it because he knows I like fruit snacks. All right, all right. Which you saw me eating right before we started the Megacast. I was yeah. eating on them. So and Dom sent us a bunch of uh, cookies. Yes, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. And he sent me a Funko Pop of a wrestler. And it's the John Cena Funko Pop where John Cena is see-through because you can't see him. Jeez. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Isn't that awesome? So I, I don't know. I just want to give a shout out to those guys because I thought that was really cool. And shout out to a couple more people who bought my shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ooh. I'm Steve Miggs. ProWrestlingTees.com slash I'm Steve Miggs. And it's T-E-E-S. And I'm, I'm, I'm I, dude, it's really freaking crazy. I think I sold 15 shirts. I'm, nice. I'm rich, Ted. I know. I've almost made $100. God. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this cash. I mean, I do. Save it for uh, when we leave town. Yeah. All right. Um, why don't we take a quick break? All right, all right. Uh, when we come back, oh, I got a great story about uh, an actor that says he saw a certain president once snort blow off of a girl's stomach. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think on that one. Yeah, I'm curious who you think it is. All right. When the Megacast returns. Steve and Ted need to pound a cup of coffee and wake up. The Megacast will return. Netflix. Full House Arrest. Episode one is when it goes all wrong. So nice to meet all of you. I'm Professor Bartholomew Higginbotham. I'll be assisting you with your SATs. You are going to have such a special evening with whatever his name is. Let's begin the Q&A. Capital of Nevada. I don't know. She never knew that. Perfect as usual. Well done. You have your choice of schools. Fayetteville State... Arizona State. Is there a third choice? I'm kidding. You're in it, USC. This is wonderful. Oh, just one more thing. I need you to sign here, and I need a check for a half a million dollars. Splendid. Don't miss Full House Arrest. And also coming soon, desperate to get their kids in college, Housewives. having them get lost in my thighs if i had thighs sadly i'm just a stupid fucking robot voice the mega cast is back i got i keep forgetting to edit that i gotta put a beep on that one steve and i were just sitting here going, did she just curse yeah she did ted she did that, that grace she's a lot of fun yeah real 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 peach 
Myrtle Beach. We're going to have to change robot voices. Maybe get one of those um, non-gender robot voices that, mm-hmm. are, that are competing with Siri these days. Do you watch SNL? No. John mm. Mulaney had a whole... He did stand-up when he hosted a couple weeks ago. Okay. And there was like a just a whole bit about the voices on the New York City Metro uh-huh. or the train. I did hear that. All right. That was pretty funny. Where the women are kind of calm and the dude is aggressive. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, right? It's She's like, next stop is King Street. Like, I find that. Back away from the doors. <laughs> like it was, it was just funny how he was saying it. Uh, yeah, because then he was saying like, right, like she always thinks it's like a secret. The next stop is. <laughs> so it was like the subway bit, right? Yeah, it's a little long, but it, just look it up. It's pretty funny. But it just oh, yeah, weird minutes talking about the non-gender. Like it's just insane to me. Like, are people really bitching that? Yes, You're apparently. For, like, that it has a woman's voice or a guy's voice? Like, come on. And you can change your voices on there. You could do, although, I have to say, there is something going on with Apple. I don't know if you have this on yours. I don't, but, I'm, not, I'm not an eye person. Right, but I thought maybe it might happen with your uh, AI voice that you deal with. I don't know if you All have right. one. But um, sometimes Siri sounds depressed. Really? Yeah, there are times where, like, because I, I use the GPS all the time. Just, All right. You know, coming from Seattle to Puyallup, it's not that I don't know how to go home. That would be funny if every day I need to get GPS to figure out how to go home. But they do real-time traffic updates, so yeah. I can find out what the what will take me an hour or what will take me an hour and 30 minutes. So I'm always like, changing up how to get home. I know. Dude, welcome to my hell, living in Puyallup. And I don't, that, I mean, if I leave here before 1, I'm fine. But like on days like today, I'll probably leave around 1, 1.30, so I'll GPS it. So I'm pretty in tune with what Siri sounds like. Yeah. And there are some days where she sounds slower and kind of seems a little bummed about things. Make a left. Pretty much. And I thought I was going crazy. And I remember I was driving with Sid. And I'm like, I know this is going to sound weird, babe. But does Siri sound depressed? And she starts laughing. She's like, she sounds different. I don't know if she sounds depressed, but she does sound different. You spend a lot of time in your car. Maybe she's just tired of being in your car with you. She's like... Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Haven't you figured out how to go home by now? Do you really need me? That always reminds me of that story about, uh, was it me and you, we got off to get food, and we couldn't figure out why the directions kept turning us in circles, because we were trying to go to one way to go to, like, Jack of the Box, and the thing kept trying to put us back on the highway. We were trying to go, yeah, we were going back to, we were going to my house for our slumber party a couple years ago, and we're like, you know what, let's go grab some lunch right now so we don't have to, like... And so we were like, let's just pull off and we'll go to Jack in the Box. We pull off and the Siri says, make a U-turn. And I made the U-turn. And I'm like, why is it sending us back on the freeway? Oh, it's trying to get us back on the freeway to go home because I never told it we were going to. I'm an idiot. Yeah. All right. So there's a story in the news about this um, actor. He was in uh, The Godfather. I don't know if you remember. He played uh, Carlo Rizzi. Uh, Gianna. Oh, man. He played, uh, right, he was the sister's husband. Yes. He's like a piece of S. Yes. In the movie. And his name's uh, Gianni Russo, and he just did an interview, or he did a book, and so people are talking about yeah, his Sonny book called- Sonny has to beat him. Yes. That guy. Yeah. So it's called Hollywood Godfather, My Life in the Movies in the Mob, and I guess he talks about oh, all Oh, it's got to be Kennedy then. Bing, bang, bang. Yeah, of course. I like it. Yep. Apparently, according to in his book- he says that JFK did snort blow off of a girl's stomach, and he also knows the truth about Marilyn Monroe's death. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked, because if you watch the original Godfather, what's it, whoever the singer is, Johnny Fontaine or whatever, yep. like he's basically supposed to be Sinatra, 
right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they they reference all the political figures they know, but it's always Kennedy. Yes. You know, I mean that was that was that was the whole thing with the Kennedys, right? Is supposedly they got the underworld to help them. Is remember Joe Kennedy, who's the the patriarch of the family, made his money in bootlegging, right? Illegal bootlegging. So there's always been these ties to the mob, and then when Bobby Kennedy started going after the mob, that was the whole thing where like the Kennedys were rather corrupt. Yeah. 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 And potentially killed people too. Yeah. Was it Lake Chippaquiddick? Chippaquiddick. Yeah, that's Ted Kennedy. Yes. Yeah, with a girl, they find her uh, in the back seat of his car in the in the in the water. And nothing weird about that at all. No, there's a lot of theories. I've been I've been out to the uh, to the vineyard, and people that live on Martha's Vineyard have their own theory. What are their theories? The theory that this lady told me is that, like most Kennedys, Ted Kennedy had a girl he was hooking up with or whatever. Uh huh. Uh, didn't tell any, like nobody's supposed to know. He's drunk. She's in the back seat sleeping because at some point she leaves the party and is in his car. He doesn't know. He's so drunk he cash, crashes the car, swims away. Next morning realizes that he killed her. Oh, so he had no idea she was in the back of the well, car. That's their, that's their theory, theory from people that live on the vineyard who that really like, like him. the Kennedys. Yes. Right. The other theory is he just saved himself and left her there. <laughs> By the way, don't ever... I like the pro-Kennedy theory. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. 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 It's like a soap opera. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he said he's not even a guy that does drugs, but he saw JFK do it. He says, I even thought at the time, this is going to be the president of the United States, which got me thinking, Ted. All right. I know you're a president guy. All right. So it's not really a game, but I feel like the music is perfect for it. Oh, we're back. We're going to play a fun game. Which drug does Ted think... A certain president would do. All right. Do you have you have the you know the presidents and the drugs they no, did? No, there's zero research done to this. It's okay. Just a, this is just to make them up. All right. So I just want to know what you think that president would do as far as drugs. Okay. Like based just on their personality. You're more of a presidential guy than me. All right. So I'm going to throw someone out there. Maybe some are no-brainers. Some we could have a debate about. All right. All right. So let's just start with our current president. What drug do you think our current president would do? Adderall. <laughs> yes. He's not a drinker. He's not a smoker. Uh, but if it's a prescription drug, I'm pretty sure that he likes it. You think he's snorting that Adderall? I know he sniffs a lot when he talks. Have you ever done Adderall? Yes, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, a lot of like. So you don't think he's a, he's got the coke sniffs? It's the Adderall sniffs. I think it would be pretty hard to hide a sitting president doing cocaine <laughs> and somehow getting the cocaine. Like, look, there's a lot of stuff going on in the White House. And I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I have a hard time believing he's railing lines before he goes out to these speeches. We do a speech. Let me do a bump first. Yeah. Happy. But Trump's a very, like, law and order kind of guy. So yeah. I, where he's like, I don't drink alcohol or this and that. But he loves fast food. Like, he like, so, yes, like, he I does. could picture him being like, oh, Adderall will get me going. That's right. Yeah. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, look, I know people like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's slowed down some. But remember, like, five or six years ago, there were people like, oh, I wouldn't do any of that. Like, I'll, but I'll take this and that and chill oh, out. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. All right. No, I know some dudes that I used to play hockey with that would just be all about the Adderall. Yeah. I mean, college students, I mean, but we were big in our college. It was the Vibrant days. Oh, yeah. And one of my buddies, one of my fraternity brothers, snorted it. And he's like, don't ever try that. I'm like, I wasn't ever even planning on it. I don't even take it as a pill form. Yeah, I mean, you're like me. Like, I just I, I, I just don't really like to snort stuff. No. Yeah. I hate the feeling of Coke coming out of my nose when I laugh. Yeah. You exactly. know what I mean? So I Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> 
What about President Miggs? Clearly cocaine. So that's how he lost all that weight. Yes. <laughs> all right, next one. We'll just kind of do a couple of the more recent ones. President Obama. Wow, that's a no-brainer again. He loved the sweet Chiba. Yes. Yeah. I never got skip, high. Never skip old Barry O. <laughs> All right. George Bush Sr. Because we know Bush Jr. Yeah. Bush, I mean, Bush Sr. I could see maybe having cocktails. Yeah. I don't know. I have a hard time seeing him do a drug. Yeah. Because he comes from like the Reagan era and... Right, I have Reagan on this list too, but I don't think Reagan would be much of a... Well, he was a Hollywood actor, so I bet back mm. in the day he was probably popping bennies. Oh, okay. All right, how about this one? President Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter must have smoked some weed. I'm thinking weed, maybe even some mushrooms. Yeah, right? Like a psychedelic? Yeah, He's yeah. like a presidential Willie Nelson. He had that like, whoa, look on his face. Didn't yeah. get when the mushrooms first kick in. And right, and he, Jimmy Carter, the thing people say most about him is just like, oh, he didn't do much of his presidency because he didn't bow down and play the stupid Washington politics. He just kind of stood for what he, like, it's like, I don't care about this stuff, man. I care about the real problems. <laughs> I love peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, Reagan must have done some drugs back in the day. He was a Hollywood actor. Yeah. Um, let's go Nixon. Mm. Nixon's tough. Nixon strikes me again. He was so law and order kind of guy, so illegal drugs are probably out. Mm-hmm. But I bet he enjoyed a strong gin and tonic. Oh, absolutely. A nice gin and tonic and maybe prescription drug here or there. <laughs> maybe combining the two. Yeah. You know, get the edge off at the end of the night. Yeah, you're the president. A lot of stress. Yeah. Look at this, the Watergate. All right, how for, about... For uh, the record, by the way, stop calling everything something gate. The Watergate's a goddamn hotel. That's why it was the Watergate. Hot take. <laughs> From Ted Gate. <laughs> Ted Gate. Is this Ted Gate? <laughs> You're like Ted about to punch a sucker. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, that time era, I'm gonna say he ingested some opium <laughs> and maybe a little cocaine. Now hear me out. Because opium and cocaine at that point are still medicines that are like sold in like these formulas. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just thinking if someone said, what did you guys do on the Megacast today? I threw our president's names and Ted guessed what drugs they might have done. Yeah. I guarantee no other show is doing this. No. Right, but I'm just saying, based on that error, like, I'm pretty sure heroin and stuff was, opium was in stuff. I think he might have taken a nip off a little bottle of something. What are we thinking with George Washington? I mean, I'm leaning towards, I mean, hemp. Weed. They grew a ton of hemp, but I've read conflicting reports. Some yeah. say that all the hemp they grew was not smokable. Okay. But I don't know if I believe that. But they could have also grown they some cultivated kind. some yeah. smokable stuff, too. Yeah. All right. One more. Millard Fillmore. Wow. Anybody that's seen a show at the Fillmore know he was into everything. <laughs> Acid, Molly, mushrooms, cocaine, you name it. It's the Fillmore. That's how those, that's how those theaters got the name. Because he was a known partier, and they said, what if we had these famous theaters where rock bands and other rappers could play, and people could live out their Fillmore dreams? Just proof. <laughs> Throw a curveball, Ted's hitting it, and it's going over the fence. Oh, that shoulder's staying right there, boy. I'm not diving out of that box. Ted. I was holding that one as my wild card, and you didn't even flinch. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Millard Fillmore is going to really F with him. Legendary! It was either him or Taft, and I was like, oh, I'll go Fillmore. Taft just liked to eat. Yeah. His drug was sugar. It was. Lots of sugar.
they had to put a tub in because he was so big to the White House. Did they really? Yeah. No. I swear to God. God damn it, Ted. You watch the History Channel. Too much. Yes. And I love it because I don't watch it at all. <laughs> We're playing what wrestler does drugs. I could bang that out any day of the week. <laughs> Oh, speaking of wrestling, hey, um, uh, D. Ted Smith, a certain uh, verified championship belt sounds a lot like you. There's been a lot of talks in the streets. <laughs> this verified belt, uh, you know, I heard he's a pro. He is. Comedy game on point, yeah. just talking trash. But I, unlike him, I like effort. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> so if anyone hasn't seen it yet, go to my Twitter Facebook, it's on Ted's Twitter as well. Just go to Without a Cause Wrestling's Facebook page. It's up there. Actually, please go there. Let's get as many views as humanly possible. Yeah, please. I love just kind of giving them a hard time. Obviously, it's wrestling and we're having fun, but you know, I do enjoy being a troll with the people that run Without a Cause, Max and the rest of the crew, because they keep trying to set me up for failure with these polls about who you excited to see, Steve Miggs or anybody else. And I'm like, all right. You want to do that? And I put it on the Migs Guest Facebook page. I'm like, hey, guys, help me out. And we crushed their poll. Yeah. Like, I won by like 80-something percent. Like, it was ridiculous. Nice. Yeah. Like, so it's fun. So the more views, the merrier, especially on Facebook, because they can see the number of views there. So yeah. So go on there and watch the video. And uh, that's about it. You don't have to do anything else. I mean, but that, that would be fun, because then we'll have the most viewed video. And so for those that don't know, uh, we do promos. And they're always like, do a promo, help promote the, the wrestling show. I don't want to be the guy... And there's plenty of people out there, and I don't want to be rude, so I'm not going to play any examples. But there's a lot of local or regional wrestlers in other cities when on a lower level that they just do like selfie mode video and talk into the camera and start rambling for four, maybe five freaking minutes. Expecting, it's too long. Right. All of my promos, minute or less, first yeah. rule. Like you're going you're gonna to lose them if they're any longer than that. If I see a promo is four minutes, I might watch it just because I want to see how the hell did he fill four minutes. It's not because I want to see what he has to say. Like, you're not getting your message across. So so I want to make sure, A, I'm not doing selfie mode for five minutes, and B, I don't even want to really talk into the camera like I'm doing a wrestling promo. I want it to be fun for people who aren't wrestling fans. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I've done some weird promos already, whether it be my weird workout promo, which was a lot of fun, or Lulu taking a poop on all the flyers. That was a fun one. And I'm like, you know what would be great? Taking a, a page out of Conan O'Brien's book, like when he used to do like those pictures with the mouth moving. Yeah, and the mouth would move. I was like, it'd be funny if my rest, my belt talked to me. It's a verified belt. And I'm like, well, who the hell can I get to be the voice of the verified belt? I'm like, well, he clearly has to be verified as well. Otherwise, mm-hmm. attention to detail. He has to be a local celebrity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that person is the Ted Smith. Yes. And if you missed it, this is exactly what the promo sounds like. So at this moment... hey. All right, yes, go uh, ahead. That's the other thing. Like when I showed it to MCTP, he pointed out the nice things. It's like as the promo starts, Steve's on his couch like he's napping, yes. but he's wearing his own shirt. And on the TV is available his, at prowrestlingtees.com slash I'm Steve Miggs, the verified Miggs shirt. And then he's watching a video of himself playing drums for Bruiser Brody. Like that was a very nice touch. As if that's what you do, you just sit around the house in your own gear watching yourself. Well, Lulu is just like, what the F is going on? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm glad you said right, that. So up. That, so yeah. That's what you're seeing at this moment. And then all of a sudden, and the belt is right above the fireplace, like on the mantle. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then Ted, or the verified the belt. belt. What was his name? What, I, I, maybe his name's Very? That could work. Or Fied? Yeah. VV. Verified belt. Or verified champ. VC. Ooh, VC. 
VC. Vic? Yeah, we'll get back to that. Yeah, we'll work I'll on that. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Hey, Mix, get up. Mix, mix, mix. Me. And so when we put this video together, Ted and I go into a production room. We, cut a, we took a black T-shirt, cut a hole in it for his lips so I could easily mix the video with, uh, of the belt with the video of Ted talking. So that way I would have to, yeah. like, I, I figured it would be the easiest way to pull it off because I've limited editing skills and I'm using a phone app. Uh, and so that was also funny in itself was just being here at the station while Ted's holding a t-shirt over his face talking. Yeah. Like we were in tears and it was all done in like one take. Like I just said, Ted, here's the premise. Just ramble. Yeah. And we used all of it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, you did. Yeah. Very did. Very did. VC. The belt. The verify. Migs. Get up. We're going to Everett. Nah. Yeah, I don't want to go to Everett. What do you mean we're not going to Everett? You're the verified champ. I'm the verified belt. People need to see us. Nah, man. I'm just going to pass. Plus, Migs, don't forget. We could yell at kids again, man. Make them feel bad. That's one of your favorite things to do as the verified champ. (laughs) Yeah. I do enjoy doing that. At that point, this next line had my buddy. He he messaged me. He goes, he quoted what you said and just said, dead. I'm dead. This is too funny. Doing that. Then you got a talking belt. You're completely sane. (laughs) After you yell at the kids, the kids love taking pictures with me. True. I want to go to Everett again. Fine, fine. I'll go. March 24th. Let's go. The verified champ and his verified belt return to Everett. Migs, this might seem weird and people don't say it often, but I actually want to go to Everett. That to me was my favorite was the gold line. And that was, we already finished recording it, and then Ted's like, hey, I got one more line I want to say. And I was like, yeah, man, whatever you want to say, this is uh, this is much my promo as yours. And then, people don't say it often, but I actually want to go to Everett. <laughs> so March 24th, uh, without a cause. I'll be there raising some trouble. I don't know if I'm going to be wrestling or not, but I'll definitely be there pissing some people off nice that's what you got to do yeah and not every time i'm gonna wrestle you just don't know what's gonna happen when the local celebrity shows up you don't even know if he's gonna be there but the belt talk him into it and shout out to everyone that came out for defy man that was a yeah. thanks thanks for coming that was actually a really incredible that night. thing is massive yeah i was talking to kevin about that the other day i'm just like it for me i'm just like holy cow and that's kevin from metal shop kevin from metal shop also yeah. does his own wrestling podcast called the jabroni journal with cody von whistling <laughs> Also, uh, shout out to the five for always putting me on the list. Yo, yeah, dude, I didn't even bother checking. Like, I just know now. Watch, I'm like, one of these times Ted's gonna text me, like, bro. No, it works for we walked yeah. in. No, you're like permanently on, like, whenever they print the guest list, like, whatever their word file is, where they have to take the open slots. Yeah. At the top, it just says the Ted Smith. You and uh, the, uh, unfortunately, he's no longer a coach for the Seahawks. He's now over in Tennessee. Uh, but Mondre. All right. Uh, like, we're just permanent fixtures on the guest list. You and a Seahawks coach. <laughs> That's where you rate. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it was Shane Strickland's very last match. Shane yep. has been on our podcast before. And very last match with Defy because he's uh, off to do some pretty incredible things. I can't wait for him to tell the world. But he's told me. Uh, but, of course, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. 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 Can't say anything yet. But yeah. yeah. He's playing for the Cleveland Browns. He, they signed him, too. They signed him, too. It's crazy. <laughs> Everybody's getting signed. You don't even know how to play football. And you're getting signed by the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> All right, I guess we got to get out of here. Yeah, I got to go do some work. Uh, yeah. I know we never talked about sex bucket lists, but we'll get to that oh, next yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Sex bucket. I think it's more important to talk about what drugs presidents might take. When you're out this weekend, get yourself a Fillmore. It's like smoking a Jeffrey. <laughs> get Fillmore, get Fillmore, people. Yeah, get Fillmore. And again, I did arms today and chest. <laughs> 
just sore? Yeah. Yeah. You want me to just get him? No, I'm going to get him. All right. I'm not a quitter. I can get 10 more push-ups in, Ted. I think. All right. Let's get 10, Mega Family. I think. I think. More of my bag. I'm tired. Here we go. One. One. were in between each yeah number. he's on the oh, like the, like when we would go down he's on the hook i like that awesome all right you can follow us on twitter at the megacast yeah got anything going on that you need to promote no but if you're in the city at an irish pub this weekend you might run into me ah st patrick's weekend it is st patty's is on sunday also remember this time of year very important if you shorten it it's patty with two d's if you spell it st patty's with two t's you're calling him patricia Paddy. Right, because his name's like, it's actually like Padrick or something. St. Padrick. Yeah. So remember, use the D's. <laughs> Ladies. Migs, this might seem weird and people don't say it often, but I actually want to go to Everett. 